0: Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by the book guide. How I could secure them back to my head when I began to cry. When dad walked into the bathroom and saw what I had done, he just laughed and scooped me up, then positioned me on the countertop. Mommy's not going to notice Lake, he promised, as he removed something out of the bathroom cabinet. I just happen to have a piece of magic right here." He opened up his palm and revealed the purple clip. As long as you have this in your hair, mommy will never know. He brushed the remaining strands of hair across and secured the clip in place. He then turned me around to face the mirror. See? Good as new. I looked at our reflection in the mirror and felt like the luckiest girl in the world. I didn't know of any other dad. Who had magic clips i wore that clip in my hair every day for two months and my mother never once mentioned it now that i look back on it i realize he probably told her what i had done but when i was five i believed in his magic i look more like my mother than like him mom and i are both of average height after having two kids she can't really fit into my jeans but we're pretty good at sharing everything else. We both have brown hair that, depending on the weather, is either straight or wavy. Her eyes are a deeper emerald than mine, although it could be that the paleness of her skin just makes them more prominent. I favor my dad in all the ways that count. We had the same dry sense of humor, the same personality, the same love of music, the same laugh. Kel is a different story. He takes after our dad physically with his dirty blonde hair and soft features. He's on the small side for nine years old, but his personality makes up for what he lacks in size. I walk to the sink and turn it on, rubbing my thumb over the 13 years of grime collected on the hair clip. Kel walks backwards into the kitchen just as I'm drying my hands on my jeans. He's a strange kid, but I couldn't love him more. He has a game he likes to play that he calls... Backward day in which he spends most of the time walking everywhere backward, talking backward, and even requesting dessert first. I guess, with such a big age difference between him and me, and no other siblings, he has to find a way to entertain himself somehow. Hurry to says, Mom Lakin, he says backward. I place the hair clip in the pocket of my jeans and head back out the door, locking up my home for the very last time. Over the next few days, my mother and I alternate driving my Jeep and the U-Haul, stopping only twice at hotels to sleep. Kel switches between mom and me, riding the final day with me in the U-Haul. We complete the last exhausting nine-hour stretch through the night, only stopping once for a short break. As we close in on our new town of Ypsilanti, I take in my surroundings and the fact that it's September, but my heater is on. I'll definitely need a new wardrobe. As I make a final right-hand turn onto our street, my GPS informs me that I've reached my destination. (laughs) My destination. I laugh aloud to myself. My GPS doesn't know squat. The cul-de-sac is not very long, lined with about eight single-story brick houses on each side of the street. There's a basketball goal in one of the driveways, which gives me hope that Kel might have someone to play with. Honestly, it looks like a decent neighborhood. The lawns are manicured, the sidewalks are clean, but there's too much concrete. Way too much concrete. I already miss home. Our new landlord emailed us pictures of the house, so I immediately spot which one is ours. It's small. It's really small. We had a ranch style home on several acres of land in Texas. The minuscule amount of land surrounding this home is almost nothing but concrete and garden gnomes. The front door is propped open, and I see an older man who I assume is our new landlord come outside and wave. I drive about 50 yards past the house so that I can back into the driveway where the rear of the U-Haul will face the front door. Before I put the gear shift in reverse, I reach over and shake Kel awake. He's been passed out since Indiana. Kel, wake up, I whisper. We've reached our destination. He stretches his legs out and yawns, then leans his forehead against the window to get a look at our new house. Hey, there's a kid in the yard, Kel says.